This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's now time for Women on the Waves, a show focusing on issues affecting women, here on Christchurch's community access station Plains FM. And today on Women's Stories, Women's Voices, I'm talking to Nilgun Yalai, storyteller, counsellor and group facilitator. I met Nilgun at, we were volunteering at the Women's Centre uh, in Otatahi, Christchurch, and uh, she will be performing stories from Dr Esther's book, Women Who Run With The Wolves, and I have seen her perform, and she is mesmerising. Thank you. Morena, guten Morgen. Guten Morgen, Morena. Kia ora. (laughs) Kia ora. (laughs) Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Lovely to have you here. Thank you, Rachel. I know you and I both love storytelling. Mm, Yes. What does it mean to you? Why is it so important to you? It's an ancient way of um, transporting messages, I think, and um, and I hope it will never ever die on us. The real art of storytelling. So it's not via movies. Movies are great, and mm. listening to talking books is great, you know. But I think the actual theatre of storytelling is an art that. Um, gives a, a, a much more authentic and really, you know, um, beautiful, um, life-enhancing situation, you know. And mm. so I feel um, when uh, when I'm telling stories, and at this point uh, it's mostly telling stories to adults, uh, they become, they transform into children. They have these big eyes and they look at me and they are full of awe and wonder. And I just love the magic of stories. Mm. And especially the ones from Woman Who Run With The Wolves from Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And what about these stories of hers that had you start with Mm. sharing these stories? Yeah, and Rachel, you have to go back a little bit because um, probably like many of us uh, belong to a woman's movement, you know, and come from coming from Germany, from Hamburg um, uh, in the feminist period times, you know, I was right up there running with wolves. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and I read it in my 20s and just and, was yeah. like, as you say, that that's sort of sacred, ancient, yes. open, magical. Yes. Opens something up in the heart. Opens up. And her stories, I must say, I, I, I'm, I'm honest, about 25 years ago when I looked at the books and uh, I look, looked at the book and the stories, I wasn't so taken by it. I thought they touched, but not really deeply. And when I now in my life period now i'm 62 and i started out with the storytelling about 60 um they suddenly spoke to me much more deeply Hmm. what do you think that's about yeah um, i think i've it is about having gone through some transformative 
processes as a woman in my life. Yes, the life and experiences, exactly. the stages of being a woman. Yeah. So I could see myself because all these stories mostly center around a woman's, but also sometimes a man's transition from uh, from kind of uh, a life that uh, has been led away from a true self, authentic self, coming back to authentic self, mm. coming back to to the soul part of me. And so that's mostly, I think, in the core, and I love it. And I myself, and I can tell you a little bit about that, had to find that path back to my soul part, which is very connected to the theater, to performing, to storytelling. Tell me more about that path, because I know I've known you more in your role as a counselor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, before I came to New Zealand and lived in Hamburg, in Germany, um, I was part of a free theatre group, and we were writing our plays <clears throat> and very much telling stories about us, about our lives, being young, being political, <laughs> living in flats together, and so on. And in particular, I was performing and touring Germany with another woman who was my best friend as well. And we gained great success in Germany by telling our stories in a humorous, sometimes satirical, but always relatable way. And I think that that was our little secret, you mm. know, people could relate. And so that was before I came to New Zealand, I was a performer, storyteller, if you want, and traveler, and I gave it up. Uh, I was 28 when I came to New Zealand. And initially I, um, you know, I, I connected with the arts and uh, performing arts, but I wasn't, my, my English wasn't up for it and um, and I didn't feel, you know, I could really... Um, You're in a different chapter. That's different right, a different chapter and I couldn't really kind of put myself straight on the stage and perform. But I was teaching drama in Littleton and I had a little theatre group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, you're right, Rachel, it was a different stage of life and I soon became a mother. Mm -hmm. And we got land in Diamond Harbor, and Thomas and I, and his daughter Antje, we set up our lives. And so I actually, I remember how I consciously almost pushed the actress part, the theater crazy part, mm. out into the corner, mm. really a little bit. Mm. She always could come back, mm. you know, when I was performing with choirs, <laughs> yeah. singing my heart out. And there is, yeah. there's time and space for different things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So about 35 years almost, she stood there and waited. And I get tearful when I think about it, to be really honest. Mm. She stood and waited and, yeah, I get goosebumps really because she never gave up on me. Mm. That part, that true self part, mm. that part that makes seal woman wanting her seal skin back because without it, she would die. Mm. She would shrivel up. Mm. She would emotionally die. She would spiritually die, psychically die. Mm. And so I myself had to put my seal skin back on, mm. right? And I had to allow that theater person that loves being on stage and connecting with people that way, I had to allow her to come back. And it wasn't easy. It really wasn't. I wasn't. Never has, no, is it? No. So, yeah. yeah. And you've got uh, 
the book in front of you, mm. Woman Who Run With Wolves, <clears throat> was there something, was there a quote or something you had in mind that <laughs> yes. you wanted to read? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's so many. Seal, yes, seal, just whatever calls to you, because yeah. Seal Woman is one of um, Dr. Esther's books. I mean, yeah, stories. stories yeah. yeah, and it's the one that I um, rehearsed first. I learned it. I learned these stories by heart. Uh, every word is so beautifully rich and juicy, you know. The, the style in which she retells these stories is mm. just precious, and mm. that's why I love mm. Clarissa Pincola Estes so much, because, yeah, it's a, it's a bit like um, Isabel Allende's books, mm. you know. They're full, rich, mm. and, and so... Um, cross cultures, don't cross they? Cross cultures, yeah. Yeah. And so I can really, I really, as much as I can, I try to be authentic. Of course, you know, I won't have word by word, but some of the words I mm. leave in there or, or I learn. Mm. And I reenact these stories, so mm. I'm not sitting down telling stories. I'm slipping into the characters. This movement. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Seal Woman was my first, was the first story I learned. And man, God, you know. When I suddenly stood there and my skin was flaking and my eyesight was diminishing and I couldn't walk without a limp anymore and so on and so on. And I could feel, I could really feel the dilemma of having to decide, am I going back to my natural soul state environment or Am I staying and being a, a good mother to my son mm. and a good wife to my husband? Mm. And am I staying in the security of what is and what has been created? Yeah. What do I do? And so it spoke to me so deeply. Mm. And um, so the quote, mm. and I usually finish my, um, <clears throat> my stories with a quote from the book. Uh, I have a little sharing before and ask people to comment if something, mm, mm. you know, comes and up And it's not them. a woman-only event, is no, it? No, 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 no. And yeah. actually, astonishingly, there were many men uh, mm. along the way came along and really, really related and contributed. In my very first um, opening performance <laughs> in um, Riverside, Riverside community, okay. uh, there was a man when I said, okay, so um, anybody wants to share anything, you know, to the audience? He stood up and he said, I am the hunter. I am the lonely hunter. Mm. So he identified with that character of the mm. hunter mm. In, the, in the seal woman. Yeah. Shall I read the quote? Yeah, yes, don't. okay. We lose the soul skin by becoming too involved with ego, by being too exacting, perfectionistic, or unnecessarily martyred, or driven by a blind ambition, or by being dissatisfied about self, family, community, culture, world, and not saying or doing anything about it, or by pretending we are an unending source for others, or by not doing all we can to help ourselves. Oh, there are as many ways to lose the soul skin as there are women in this world. Mm, many ways to lose the soul skin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What do you love about being a woman? <laughs> That's a really interesting question, isn't it? You know, um, 
I could probably answer because I don't know any other way except that I believe in reincarnation. <laughs> I probably had a, quite a number of um, male incarnations and sometimes I get glimpses of those. Um, I love I love the, the um, beingness and the juiciness of being with sisters and other women. And I probably love it more now then, I mean, I always loved it in my former years, but the comp the competitive part is becoming less. You know, I don't know whether you know what I mean. Mm -hmm, because, you know, I always loved being with women, but there was always a competitive edge somehow when we were competing or, you know, um, yeah, looked at men and, you know, how, how we fancy up to men and so on and so on, or mm. measure up. And so um, that has eased in mm. me, which is really great. It's mm. another beautiful um, experience of mellowing in that area because I'm no longer so externally focused, Rachel. Mm. <laughs> I feel I, I can just really source from within and I'm very happy being in my own company now. Mm. Actually, I'm longing to be more in my own company, you know. What I love also about uh, being a woman is having been a mother. Just loved it. Never thought I would. And I actually was one of those at university in Hamburg studying social work who gave big speeches about how crazy to become <laughs> a mother in this world and how stupid to marry and, you know, how can women get into this tied down kind of place and mm. this is prison for women. I was at big speeches. Yeah. The I, patriarchy. I and guess what? I was the first to marry. <laughs> I wasn't the first with a child, but I was the first to marry and I was about 30 mm. when I had my son. And looking over that time, man, it was so good. What a teacher. Uh, one was enough for me, really. <laughs> I just couldn't have coped with more. But what a teacher he has been. Mm. Oh, you know, and what a love, what a love I would not have guessed possible otherwise. Yeah. Still love him to bits, mm. love my grandchildren, my grandsons. And so it opened a whole other dimension in my life. Mm. Yeah. All relationships, mm. that aspect of teaching, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And what you said earlier, just sourced from within, that's such a beautiful phrase. There's a world in there, mm. yeah. And I know you, you've done uh, faci group facilitation and women's circles and mm. part of the braided women community. Mm -hmm. But I just let's tell me the details of the next storytelling oh, yeah. you're going to mm -hmm. perform. I'd like to maybe kind of slip in the <laughs> braided woman as well, mm, yeah. Um, when when we have time for it. But <clears throat> yeah, so. Um, with the the venues for my storytelling, um, one aspect I I like most of all is to keep it small. So I could perform in bigger venues, and I sometimes do. Like I had um, a, a performance in the Exchange here in Christchurch, and about 45, 50 people came, which is great. Mm -hmm. But I love uh, around the campfire kind of situation or uh, in people's homes mm. and so generously um, a woman called Jude in Littleton has offered her place mm. and it's up and up and up and up a steep hill it's an adventure to find her place I tell <laughs> yes. you that it really is yeah uh, and that's 
where um, I will be on the 6th, on Sunday, the 6th of October. So that's pretty soon. How do people hear about it? Like, how can people... Yeah, um, I have posters out, but I also um, have a Facebook site. Right. It's called Soul Stories by Neil Gunyalai, Soul Stories. So all my upcoming performances I always post. Great. And just spell your name for people to look up. Okay. (laughs) Um, Neil Gun, N-I-L-G... U-E-N and Yalai, Y-A-L-A-Y, Yalai. So Soul Stories by Neil Gun Yalai is always providing the details. details. Wonderful, so you can go there. Yes. And briefly, what would you like to say about Braided Women? Yeah, so um, again, linking into what what you like about being women, woman. Um, A part of me has always and always... Um, set in ritual with women or created ritual or facilitated you're right, I'm a facilitator still mm. run courses at the Women's Centre mm. um, I think ritual is so important in yeah. our modern lives Yeah, Yes, exactly and um, thanks to my beautiful grandmother, late grandmother I sat in ritual when I was a tiny pup mm. a child and mm. I sat with her in a circle and we had talking stone rounds and we shared deeply and so I think naturally, you know, I have continued that. And uh, the braided women um, is um, so we are a braided woman gathering trust, and we have um, once a year a big kind of gathering festival for women only. Uh, and when's it going to be on? So it's going to be on from the 15th, 16th, 17th of November, which is show weekend, in Staverley, Staverley Camp. Uh, I think it's Mount Hutt, isn't it? Mount Hutt, somewhere. Mm, mm, uh, foothills of Mount yeah. Hutt. So Staverley, uh, show weekend, there are still tickets available. Yeah. And can people Google Braided yeah, Women? Braided yeah. Women Gatherings, we have a website. Right. You know, so just go on and um, get yourself the early bird, which is still just for another week. Yeah. You can um, come with a friend, and it's yeah. also lowering the price a bit. We have about 60 to 70 women each time. There's a little tribe has formed after four years yeah. <laughs> who come again and again, yeah. and it's their yearly annual super event. Yeah. We always have um, very inspirational um, speakers, wise women speakers, mm. and a lot of fun, but also ritual. Mm. And this theme for this year is courage. Beautiful. Courage. And mm. so, yeah, mm. uh, it takes courage to be. Mm. A strong and expressive woman in this age and in this time but I tell you what for me it's the only thing that will save this planet mm. to be a courageous woman who speaks out who stands up who knows who she is yes and who also knows the power of being together mm. of joining with her sisters mm. all over the world see mm. what our beautiful Jacinda is doing out there yes Yes. (laughs) absolutely yes and greater you know like yes see what's happening yeah we're going to finish with a song you've chosen Gypsy by Stevie Nicks what do you like about that because I am a gypsy you are I haven't actually said that I have a motorhome and I'm driving around in my motorhome now which is called Gypsy Rose and I'm touring the country look out for me Uh, I love small places to 
perform and to connect with community. Yeah. That's absolutely, and I'm buzzing yeah. with excitement for the next upcoming tour. Kia Neilgen. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Rachel. Cheers.